The word cancer goes back to the ancient Greek word for a crab, carcinos. The onco in oncology is Latin for tumour. And the ben in benign is from the Latin word bene, meaning well. This episode explores etymology behind words related to cancer. Etymology is the study of the origins of words. I'm Leon, and this is Etymolion. The word cancer can be traced back to the ancient Greek word for a crab, karkinos. The Greek physician Hippocrates is credited with the term, using karkinos to describe tumours due to their crab-like shape in appearance. Hippocrates lived between 460 and 370 BCE, so this was around the 5th century BCE. Carcinus was Latinized by the Romans in the 1st century by the physician Aulus Cornelius Celsus, who used the Latin word for a crab cancer to describe tumours. The Latin cancer was used in the Old English language spoken between the 5th and 12th century. However, the word canker, C-A-N-K-E-R, was used in the Middle English period and that came from the French conque or cancre, spelt C-A-N-C-R-E, but by the 16th century, cancer as we spell it today became the standard. However, we still use cancer in English to describe an ulcerous condition of an animal. The astrological term of cancer gets its name from the shape of the constellation of stars being crab-like. Oncology is the study and treatment of tumours, and thus an oncologist is a doctor who diagnoses and treats patients with cancer. The word oncology was first coined in 1857, blending the Latin onco, meaning tumour, with logi, which means the study of in Latin and ancient Greek. The Latin onco, meaning tumour, comes from the ancient Greek onkos, which meant a swelling or mass. Leukemia is a cancer of the white blood cells. The word was first coined in the mid-19th century by German physician Rudolf Virchow. Leukemia is formed from two ancient Greek words. Leukos meaning white or clear and hyma meaning blood. Etymologically, Leukemia translates to white blood. Other medical and bodily terms in English that come from the ancient Greek leukos meaning white include leukoma, a white opacity in the cornea of the eye, 
leukopenia, a reduction in the number of white blood cells in the blood, and leukorrhea, a white or yellowish discharge from the vagina. You'll recognize the second element, hyma, which means blood, in words like hemoglobin, a protein found in red blood cells. Anemia, a condition of low red blood cells, and hemorrhage, the escape of blood from a blood vessel. The word chemotherapy was coined in 1907 by German physician and scientist Paul Ehrlich. It referred to the use of chemicals to treat diseases and over time came to mean chemical therapy to treat cancers. The historical term chemotherapy had a broader meaning when coined in the early 1900s, but by the mid-century its common usage related to cancer. The first element of the word chemotherapy comes from the word chemical, and that can be traced back to the ancient Greek kumea, which referred to the mixing of metals. Kumea inspired the Arabic alchemia and the medieval Latin alchemia, and that was adopted into the old French language as alchemy with an IE, and English with a Y. By the 16th century in English, that gave us the word chemical. Therapy is a 19th century word from the Latin and ancient Greek therapia, which meant curing or healing. The short form of the word chemotherapy, chemo, is first thought to have been used in the 1970s. Radiotherapy is the treatment of cancer or other diseases by way of radiation. The technique was discovered at the very end of the 19th century. As mentioned, therapy comes from the Latin and ancient Greek therapia, meaning to cure or heal. Radio comes from the Latin radius, which meant a ray or beam. Proton therapy and photon therapy are types of radiotherapy. Proton comes from the ancient Greek proton meaning first or foremost, and photon also has ancient Greek roots, coming from the word phos meaning light, which also gives us the word photography. Tumor comes from the Latin tumeri, which means to swell. And that word is also the root of the words tumify, which means to become swollen, tumescent, which means swollen, and tumid, which refers to a bulging part of the body. A tumor can be categorized as benign or malignant. Benign tumors are non-cancerous, whereas malignant tumours are made up of cancer cells. 
The definitions of the word benign include kind, favourable and not harmful. It's a 14th century word that we got from the Old French benigne. That's formed from the Latin bene, meaning well, and genus, meaning kind. So benign means the well kind. Malignant lists evil and malevolent in its definitions. And that's from the Latin malignus, meaning to act viciously. The first element, the mal, meaning bad, and again genus meaning kind. So malignant is the bad kind. The process of cancer beginning in one part of the body and spreading to another is metastasis. It goes back to the ancient Greek word metastasis which means to remove or change. The meta in metastasis refers to change, whilst the stasis element goes back to the ancient Greek stasis which means standing. So etymologically, in the context of cancer, Metastasis is the change in where the cancer stands. In relation to this episode, the definition of the word remission in the Oxford English Dictionary is a temporary diminution of the severity of a disease or pain. Of course, remission can also refer to the cancellation of a debt, the reduction of a prison sentence, or forgiveness of sins. Remission in relation to disease is attested from the 15th century. Its meaning of forgiveness is attested to the 12th century. Remission comes from the Old French word remission and can be broken down into its Latin roots with re meaning back or again, and mission coming from the word meter, meaning to send. So remission can be taken to mean sending back. Let's take a look at some name origins through people influential to our understanding of cancers today. The English epidemiologists Sir Austin Bradford Hill and Sir Richard Dull were responsible for demonstrating the link between smoking and cancer. They revealed their findings in a 1950 edition of the British Medical Journal. Let's start with Sir Austin Bradford Hill. Austin is a derivative of the name Augustus which means majestic. Bradford can be broken down into its two parts with Brad meaning broad and Ford meaning a shallow river crossing. It's similar to the name Bradley with Brad again meaning broad with the Lee coming from the Old English word for a woodland Lee. Hill is likely a toponymic surname first used by someone who lived by a hill. As for Sir Richard Dull. Richard is a name of Germanic origin, with the rich coming from the word rick meaning ruler, 
and the hard coming from the word hardest meaning hard or brave. As for the surname Dole, it could be a nickname surname coming from the Middle English word Dole meaning fool. Or it could derive from the German surname Thiel. Jane C. Wright was a cancer researcher and surgeon who contributed greatly to the development of chemotherapy. She was born in 1919 in Manhattan, New York, and died in 2013. Jane came from a family of medics. Her father, Louis T. Wright, was one of the first African-American Harvard Medical School graduates. His biological father, Dr. Sear Wright, was born into slavery, but graduated from medical school. And his stepfather, Jane's step-grandfather, William Fletcher Penn, graduated from Yale Medical College, one of the first African Americans to do so. Jane's surname, Wright, comes from the Old English Werther, meaning a maker. It's often believed that descendants of slaves took their surnames from slave owners, but that's not always the case as many names were chosen by freed people. The given name Jane comes from the French Jeanne, and that's a derivative of the Hebrew Johanna, meaning gracious of God. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the podcast. I hope it's inspired you to look up the history behind words that are part of your daily vocabulary. Remember, language, history, etymologies and pronunciations can be complex and elusive. Keep in mind that there may be conflicting explanations and ideas behind the origins of words. Follow the podcast for more episodes.